So welcome to That's Nifty Podcast. I uh, just wanted to update you guys on a couple things that are going on. So we kind of sent out a, a shot off the hip, I guess, on Twitter. It was just like, hey, we want to kind of interview some smaller artists, called it the New Artist Showcase, and got a lot of replies back on that, on people that we should be talking to and learning more about. So uh, today we're actually sitting down with Shock of Blood. So that's going to be our first interview up, and I guess in the next couple of weeks, we can look forward to interviews from Threesomes, Jan Spanks, Milo, Rio Duarte, Metaverse Mag, Abana, Crush. Uh, there's a long list here. I'll check out on Twitter. There's a lot of people we plan on talking to in the next couple of weeks. Uh, anything you want to add there, Larry, that I might have missed on? No, well done. You did a great job, Tyler. Congratulations. I ah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. So yeah, uh, without further ado, give it up for Shock of Blood. Oh, and stick around uh, after the interview. Me and Larry are just going to be bullshitting about current events, so there might be something you want to hear there, too. I don't know. That way to sell it. You can listen or not listen. That's every episode. Do what you want. I'm not forcing you to do anything. You sure you're recording? <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, you guys will find out about that when the Threesomes episode comes out. I definitely uh, just didn't press record for the first 45 minutes, so we had to redo a lot of that conversation, so... It was a hell of an, uh, hell of a interview, though, with both of these guys so far. A lot of the other people we haven't set up interviews with yet, so just be on the lookout in the DMs. We will be reaching out uh, to set up and schedule some talking time. So we'll see you soon. Shaka. The boys got PhDs when it comes to talking about NFT. That's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists, they come to this place to talk about the crypto space. And that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. What's up, guys? Shaka, what's up, man? My bad. I'm using. Uh, I guess I'm hooked up to my uh, my work email. But that's okay. What's up, guys? No Nothing much, dude. Just chilling. You guys want my face? I'll show my face. Face reveal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use the video though, so don't worry. This is just uh, for us. I'd rather talk to you guys than a, than a blank screen. <laughs> what's up, my East Coast homies? <laughs> for real dude baltimore holding it down right i know yeah chilling hell yeah we're up in uh just north of boston so same weather same bullshit gotcha gotcha so this is uh larry over here and i'm tyler by the way um nice to meet you, bro. i think we're both we're both pretty new to your work um i've bought a couple pieces on him i like those and then you know rareable you seem to be killing it right now huh yeah, it, well, I actually haven't done anything on Rarible yet. Um, that's like August 4th, but... This, this is the first Rarible release? Yeah, because like everything I did was... I don't know, this is like Hopper, so it's kind of new, but like the, the... I started on Hen because like I, I got no love in the Ether community for a while. <laughs> and then I was all these people were like, yo, Hen's so sick, blah, 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 get on that. So I put a bunch of pieces on there, and this rabbit head got big. And then I made that little character, and that thing kept kept selling out. And I was like, "Dude, why am I hanging out on like these Ether platforms?" So, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it, it kept doing well. And then I don't know, I, my one of ones I kind of price up a little bit, and they weren't selling too well on Hen. So I'm gonna do like a huge rareable thing and, and see how that goes. Like, 
dive back in. But I feel bad because when I was like so into hen, I, I didn't talk shit, but I was like, yo, I'm leaving ether forever. <laughs> and now I'm coming back. Now I'm putting my head down. I'm like, oh shit. No, that's uh, always a plan. Put yourself out there everywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, Wait, I yeah, just, but the the variable thing hasn't happened yet. So that's like August 4th, but hopefully it goes good. Yeah, man. I want to dive into that uh, yeah. in a minute because of the awesome collaborations you have going there. I want to yes. break all those down, but yes. um, I just got into hen like a week ago and I can see how it like takes over it's like another mindset wow. it's like so much fun i saw you uh i saw you like you're talking about it you're like all right i got an account you just kept buying shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought um, that's what you did yeah, that was thursday he got paid <laughs> I, I literally saw you in the discord you're like buying shit buying shit um yeah it's because it's like so cheap yeah, gas is so cheap like i mean why wouldn't you want to do that you know what i mean i, I mean i get i yeah. get how it's like a little it's not as popular of a platform but now it is but like, dude, it's like you can collect and like I didn't collect that much when I was in ether based platforms. Um, just all that money putting like putting money, all that money aside to collect was like so daunting. But like the hen stuff is so easy. It is just to give some love back, you know. It's like yeah, it's easier to to spread it around and find more people that you're into. Yeah, man, I totally agree. Yeah. So the rareable drop, yeah, what's the name of it? So I honestly I just called it Hopper I or Hopper One. Um yeah. Even though I've already dropped Hopper stuff on hand, this is just gonna be like my big rareable ether thing. Um, like I, I, I don't, I mean, of course you see my stuff on hand, but like those hoppers are not as like detailed and wild as the ones I'm putting on rareable. So I, I made sure that like the, these hoppers were like fucking wild, because <laughs> um, I don't want people to like feel bad that you know I was dropping hoppers on two different platforms. But yeah, man, they're they're wild. And of the collaborations I got, like I honestly thought I was gonna do three collaborations, but like. Since I put up the promo and all that kind of stuff, people have been hitting me up like, yeah, let me get down, let me get down. Kudos uh, on the promo, bro. That that thing was legit. It's a big piece to like what you got to do now. And obviously I know. You're, you're well aware, but that was that's how you that's how you entice an audience there. That was I know. That, it's I think like it's uh it's like the I honestly buy so many books if the cover's cool. And if you drop a cool promo, even you put like a little bit of time and animation skills into that because you know everyone's used to seeing your all my, my art all day they're not used to seeing like me doing animation stuff um yeah so i just went on fiverr i got like a voiceover i typed in like british ai <laughs> a female voice i think i got somebody from india doing a that used like a google translator because they kept screwing up my the shock of blood name they kept saying shackhead blood or shacker blood <laughs> over and over again and i was like wait a minute this is not even a person <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good man, I, I love that promo, and I didn't really pr- promote all the hoppers. So there's a ton of ton in there that I haven't actually put out there. So yeah, that's a question um, I wanted to ask. So how many are going to be released with this series? Um, so right now we have six. Let me check. Actually, we have six collabs. Potentially seven. Just kidding. Eight. Uh, yeah. Altogether, that'll be like thirty-three or thirty-four hoppers altogether. Hell yeah. Um, pricing and stuff i don't know yet um i'm still waiting for a bunch of people to get back to me with like their collab and stuff it's like super open-ended i just either sent them the the you know the 3d file i tried hitting up like random people so i have like three artists that do stuff like me there's someone named uh bodega which i just stumbled upon but she's she's like a 2d illustrator that that's like completely different than what the hopper is i was like dude go for it have you seen all of these yet or they're still waiting on them to be delivered yeah so i saw kid eight because he's the homie and then, um, oh my God, I just lost this. I'm trying to open it up. I saw um, designs by Jake, Jake Farmer. He does like crazy typography animations. I know, I think you know him, but 
I um, actually picked up one of his on him, one of the um, the loading screens. Dude, he's awesome. Like the he has a he has one. I don't know if it's loading, but it keeps changing shapes from a triangle to a circle to a rectangle, and it's all typography. And just it's like I keep saying trippy. I feel bad. It's such like a boring word to describe something, but it's like mesmerizing, I guess. Yeah. Um. So his stuff, he's doing like the background, the mouth, and the eyes, and I'm gonna put put it into the 3D file and uh, render it out. So it'll be cool, cool shit. And then Marco Maroni, I, don't, I hope that's how I pronounce it, but he's cool as hell. He, he's huge on Instagram. I'm like curious to see what he does. There's this Nilo. shit's wild, like, dude. It's so wild, man. It's it's funny, like, so Twitter obviously wasn't so big when it came to NFTs and art. And I, I was like slaving away on Instagram trying to get big. And then for two or three years, he became massive. Like he would post like crazy stuff he made in Houdini and it would, it would like, you know, trend on Instagram and explore page and stuff like that. So he killed it. Yeah. Just cool. those bodies like slamming into each other. Yeah, dude, and shit. The simulations, the, uh, the dynamics, I guess. Yeah. They're super cool. He's just been funny too. Like there, you know how there's always been like, I don't know, like drama in the industry, like in, in Twitter, he'll always like pop in and say something so funny. <laughs> I've watched, he's, like yeah. so well respected. I love, I love when I see that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped. Bunch of cool people. Who knows? Like tomorrow because like the the time difference and stuff, I always get hit up like 10 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Yeah, Eastern time, and then everyone goes dark for like hours. So <laughs> uh, we'll find out tomorrow who hits me back up. Nice, nice. Yeah. So the NFT world, like, how did you step into that? Like, was you know a friend of yours, or like did you discover it on your own? Yeah. So like, uh, I always did 3D stuff on the internet. It's like the EDM world. I did like album art and all that kind of stuff for the longest time. And then there was this, this guy named Please and Thank You, who's, who's a producer. He actually hit me up in, I think, like September to get on Foundation. He was like some early Foundation dude. And I was like so skeptical. I had no idea what NFTs were. I said, hell no. I wish I freaking did it because it would have been amazing. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I started putting up art. It wasn't, wasn't that big. Um, so I started doing collaborations with him. So I would make the 3D stuff. And it kept selling like people like 888 and uh, Jonathan something, some big ether collector. Like they started collecting my pieces, which was awesome. The downside of, downside of it was like the pieces were being sold on please and thank you super rare. So people didn't really know me. You know what I mean? Right. But after a while, I, I had to kind of break off and do my own thing because every time people ever referred to me it was always with, you know, please and thank you were musicians. So I, I had to like kind of break away and do my own thing. But yeah, that's how I started, man. And then just hanging out on Twitter for hours and hours and hours and like talking to people. That's, you know. I feel like that's a story we hear a lot. It was like Dude. I was in the EDM scene, like doing album art, like grinding. Oh my god! And then someone is like, "You got to check out this weird shit I got going on over here." Dude. I mean, whoever hears this, that's like a manager or producer. I'm sorry, but like do, doing like cover art and stuff like that is crazy. Like you're just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard this. Like I have like a dude behind me holding onto my hand, like controlling the mouse. I just can't do that. It's, yeah. Obviously you're not getting paid crazy amount. And it's like the, the amount of effort you put in is it sucks sometimes, but I'm luckily the people that have stuck with me now, they're so cool. Like all the managers that I work with and make album art, like they let me do whatever I want. It's the best. Hell yeah, dude. So how many series do you have planned for Hopper? Like you're going to switch gears after that and start working on some other stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, we'll see how this rareable drop goes. Uh, I just, want to build a community and and people find out about me like that's so so corny to say but that's all i kind of care about like my stuff on hen i put something up there and it would sell out and that's awesome and it's 
people always say it's not about the money, but yeah, it is sometimes, but like, it's also like, I want to like grow and have people see my stuff. Like it's, it's the best feeling when I put the effort into making something cool and putting some like good quality work out there, then people get back to you and be like, dude, we don't ever see this kind of quality out there. Um, especially with like collective collectibles and avatars. Like when I put this stuff on hand, people are like, no one's doing really cool 3d, good quality attention to detail art out there when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of it's kind of like generative or, you know, half-assing the textures and stuff like that, whatever. But yeah, it's, it's just so much fun to you. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you're getting praised and not thanked, but you're getting like compliments on something that you're doing. So you, at least, you know, you're doing something right. It's, it's pretty much what works for me. Did you have any like hesitation going the, um, I mean, you're doing it on such a smaller scale when, when you're talking actual numbers, but like the avatar route, because there's so many ways it can be done and done right. Um, yeah. Was there any hesitation that like with the idea or was it like, this makes sense? And, and that, this mm, I, he's going to laugh. He hears me saying this, but I saw kid eight doing it and I saw Milo doing it. And, and, the, and then I knew Milo since I started in February, this is, and maybe even before NFTs, like he, I just met him and he started doing this like thing called hollow on rareable, putting out a bunch of stuff. Oh, so I've heard hollow. A lot of people talking about hollow on Twitter. I, yeah. I, I saw Milo talking about it too. Yeah. And, so I don't know anything about this. So hit me with it. Hollow is like this texture thing that he made. And he like, it's like a collectible and he's been growing it for like a while. He's doing great. Um, and like, yeah, the collectible thing was weird because dude, for the first four or five months since March, I was pushing my traditional art. Like, like the hopper stuff isn't really what I do. Like I traded the head. And then once that head sold, I think I did something. It was called more fucked. It was on a, like the first post I did. So it was like the two heads. And then I put on a body. And then from there, that sold, but like, I was never trying to get into like the avatar. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so unexpected. I kind of like that though. The not 10,000, but you know, 30 something people, it makes it really covetable for like the next group. And I think kid eight has like paved that way for like the smaller oh, yeah. collectible community and, oh, yeah. and building like a rabid fan base around it. And that's half the battle out there these days is like having a good discord crew and like, yeah, you know, really branching out there and having like, your fans be the one that promotes you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just started my discord, but I was hanging out on kid eights for a while. And like all those guys are buddies. They all like freaking talk to each other and, you know, like promote each other on Twitter. I have my buddies from like Instagram too, that we like talk and some of them got into NFT. Like it, it's the smaller community around this is so much fun. I don't really know much about like the huge collectibles, like board ape and all those guys. Like, I don't collect that kind of stuff. Um, they do really well, but like, I don't really know the community behind it and stuff like that. So I can't talk on it, but um, yeah. I mean, making 30 hoppers versus 10,000 is like, it's nice. <laughs> and you make each one. Like I saw yeah. that Twitter post where you were like, can you explain yeah. that a little bit more? Yeah. So like uh, I have like the hopper base. Let me see if I can get this thing open actually. Let's see. So I have the hopper base and then I, I used to do this on hen. We had rarities. So it was like common, rare, legendary, exotic, which is now the one of one. But like the the plain common one was just like the, the ears, the eyes, the mouth, and the rabbit. And then from there, I just add on accessories and stuff like that and increase price and decrease additions. So yeah, that's all I do. And then I, I hit render and I render like 100, 1,500 samples. And then that one of one is just rendered out. Like there's nothing generative. I'm not coding anything. Like it takes forever to make stuff, um, but it feels much more unique if you're getting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I made this one thing. It's for you versus some code generated a bunch of traits that put it together and you got that, you know, special one. Yeah. Have you found any, uh, 
any of these like variants standing out more or you or or any any one in particular you're kind of yeah like uh i love doing all of them like if i do a hopper with just different colors like that still makes me happy but i started doing so i have one that's it's called a nightcrawler and i just cut off the hopper's body and it's like floating there and i put a raven that's a little bit animated i'm looking at i'm looking at some of them now the um the the mcflurry machine oh yeah that one was you guys remember when like the, the McDonald's thing happened for a day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, every time now that there's a dip, it's like everybody's oh, putting on the so McDonald's funny. hat. My, my brother has a my brother is like super into crypto, but not NFT. And he literally calls me every day and he's like, dude, I've lost thousands of dollars. When I see you succeed, it brings some joy in my heart. <laughs> the poor guy is like, he's been into in this for years and he has so many hilarious McDonald's and bear Pepe memes. You know, like <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. They're so funny. And then I, I, it was hilarious. I had one of like the McDonald's worker being hugged by Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> Not knocking McDonald's workers out there, but it's just that whole thing was so funny. Like, so I was like, how the hell can I make a hopper out of that? And I just like, let's throw an ice cream machine there. Because yeah. those are always working, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I left a little note in there on the, on the art. It says like, uh, sorry, I'm, the ice cream machine is barely working yet barely working barely because it's working in the video so i was like yeah, i was gonna say oh, yeah it's the the still shot it is working i can't make other <laughs> words <laughs> you know i was like so nervous to put that up i hit up like another cool thing to talk about is the hen collectors people, collectors on hen are the coolest fucking people like i still talk to a couple of people that like never ask me for anything they just always give me advice tell me what to do like i did a bunch of drops where if i went with my gut i would have fucked myself over big time Mm. just like spreading yourself too thin is, is an issue with nft artists yeah and like just putting out too much stuff in one week like that's my big problem like i dish out so many hoppers like for two weeks i did like a ten thousand thing where i put out like way too much stuff out there and i was like i gotta pull back um any plans on pulling some of those back and trying to burn them or doing some kind of uh mechanic in the future to yeah there's a there was a was it 10,000? Yeah, it was 10,000. I put out this, this hopper called Tweaker, which I actually liked a lot. Um, and I set up my hoppers in a way where like a certain amount of additions is a certain price. So you don't want to ever decrease your, your price for an, a certain kind of rarity or else like other rarities out there, they're going to feel like less valued. And I, I did this one out for 10,000 and I sold like, I think a hundred and I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. I should have. <laughs> in the future, if you got one, if anyone out there has one, I'm going to do some kind of burn mechanic where if you burn, if you buy a couple, burn them, I'll make like a crazy hopper for you or something. Hell yeah. I'll make, I'll make it super worth it. So it's like really rare. Um, well, it's, it's tough to balance though, because everything's always so um, like, like ever changing. You got to be agile. So like at the time, like, I mean, you could probably have an, an idea, think it's a good idea. And then, you know, like, like you're saying, not regretting it, but looking back, like I could have made a different step oh, yeah. here, but like every step you can kind of, kind of learn from. And I'm assuming you're in that spot now trying to figure out pricing for these next ones. So um, oh, that's, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I already talked to, I talked to Kid A and a bunch of other people, the people I'm collabing with, I'm definitely going to work with them and see what they think theirs is worth, you know? Yep. And see what, um what price is set. Um, I don't, I honestly, um, I don't really know the, like the lingo around rareable too well. So I'm going to talk to a couple of people and make sure I don't make any mistakes. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's not a platform I've messed with too much. Like 
the only thing I've been interested in so far is like kid eight stuff, but and the Lorona. I I love the boys. Mm. Um, just haven't dipped my toe OG, in. It's such an OG cool thing, man. I love that. Yeah, nigger on my phantom down over here. <laughs> I have a little solarium in my apartment and like the air conditioning cut gets cut off right here. It's always so hot. And this is exactly where I work all day. So it's like the worst. <laughs> it's the sweatshop. It's literally a sweatshop, dude. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Lorona, like her stuff is sick. I, the, those boys are so simple yet. So sick. <laughs> you can change the texture on it. The collabs are endless. Yeah. I mean, the less, tra- the less traits you have on an object, the easier it is. It's a little harder to, I guess, make a lot of custom stuff, but as long as you change the texture, you're good. And like, that's all she does. Yeah. So cool. Her new drop was like super awesome. Oh, yeah. I love the Bill Ellis. Bill. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I did it again. Bill Ellis. Sorry, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I refer to him, I'm, I always call him Bill. If yeah. I'm talking somebody about him, I was like, I don't, I don't really know. Billy Ellis. So podcast. I, I didn't know he was from the, he's from the UK or. Well, he's originally from, uh, Greece, but yeah, lives in Scotland. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, he's living the the high life, uh, you know, taking pictures of uh, puffins, going to Loch Ness. Life, dude. <laughs> you guys think? Do you guys think Kid gets uh, the super rare call up? Oh my god! Strong push today. I hope he does, just so we could just fucking laugh. <laughs> dude, he has to tell him no. Trying too hard. <laughs> Everyone, everyone vouched for him today. And if he still doesn't make it, that that goddamn platform is crazy. I hope he gets in just to like <laughs> make the dumbest art you've ever seen. Just to be like, I'm finally. It'll be like the I'm finally on super rare piece. It's so funny. <laughs> just goes on. He goes on Shutterstock. Types in like three year old crayon drawings <laughs> of a cherub. <laughs> Pasta art and shit with Elmer's glue. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's just. Dude, I know so many, and it, me myself, man, I've, I've applied like four times. Yeah. In, in the consecutive every month and a half. The last time I applied, this this is, I made those, um, I made these like hopper traditional pieces. They're not actually collectibles. They're just like wild. Call them like the four hopper horsemen, whatever. I still have to find out where to post them, but I like pitched those guys to Super Air. I was like, I have a whole plan. I don't want to just join your platform. I have a whole thing. No response. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, damn it, man. And then I, I know so many just talented artists that just haven't gotten onboarded. So I don't really, I don't know what their uh, like I don't know what their onboarding is. Like I don't know who's picking it. Like, well, you gotta you gotta imagine now. There's like so many people trying to get into the space. Yeah, and it's like at some point they have to curate, and you would think they have to rotate people out. People that I don't know their art isn't up to par or just yeah. not doing well. Like if you're gonna be super rare, if you're gonna be like call yourself the top of the top. There has to be like some thinning of the herd to allow new stuff to come in. It can't just yeah. be like everyone forever. It'll get too big, right? It'll be, it'll be Mark Cuban's thing after that. Yeah, they oh, just yeah. put the incentive out, didn't they? For like the new artist incentive, if you like buy some, they're just called NFT.com, right? That's their thing. Yeah, the crypto.com. 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 Oh my god. The other one is like nifties.com, but I don't know who owns that. But that website, you, you know, they had shit. to pay someone off to get that doing. <laughs> I oh think my about god! That all the time. Oh my freaking god! The domain, the domain. Oh yeah. my god! Which one? Crypto.com. Crypto. Who the hell did they have to get that? Any of them? I mean, crypto is just like crypto.com had to be 2007. Who who was just like I'm gonna buy crypto.com? Do you think they paid in crypto? <laughs> I just looked at. I mean, literally, NFT is literally a three letter a three letter word. 
or whatever. Uh, I guess that's not bad. Yeah, I saw some tweet by NFT.com today, and they're like, you guys know any cool artists? Tag them. And I got tagged a couple of times, and I was like, who the fuck owns this? And I saw, I was like, Mark Cuban. God damn. <laughs> He's, he's scooping in dude like i mean <laughs> i think he can probably end up doing it right it's going to be the mass mainstream form of this where it's like much more collectible focus more like the fine art will keep these platforms i think and then the collectibles might move yeah. elsewhere if someone has a better platform to mint than maybe like OpenSea. but i guess a lot of people are doing that route too right now yeah yeah that's another one i i, don't, I know nothing about all I your think- shit's on there because I guess it just, <laughs> it just scrapes all the ETH sites and puts everything on that's their site. Does, yeah. So that's for secondary, right? That's where you can make follow. Well, you can mint stuff straight off of OpenSea, too, somehow. I, I've i never minted anything, so I don't know how complicated that is. I guess that's a good question. Uh, ETH versus, well, I guess you don't know yet. Do you think there's going to be a difficulty, like, minting on ETH versus the Tezos chain? Dude, I don't know, man. I I know ETH are just, like, it's keep. I haven't, it's funny, dude. I had an iPhone module or widget that was just ethereum on my <laughs> on my home page and it just kept dropping and dropping and i was like this is the most depressing background <laughs> <laughs> i gotta I remove that, that. yeah um but man i don't know like i've heard mixed things like pe- people have been honest with me and been like yo i don't know how well your drops can do ether is kind of plummeting and people are kind of taking a break then i've seen people doing well like i mean who knows oh i think no not that question i think you'll do fine ETH is on sale right now i think it'll oh, yeah. like it'll help your drop if people are buying mm-hmm. it but my question's more of like, I know that Hen looks pretty easy to like mint things, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But like Rarible, do you do you have someone helping you out with like how to set that up right? Yeah, like I've, I've minted single pieces or like I think I minted like, yeah. Um, so I have like Kid A, I have a bunch of other homies that have used Rarible. I have a bunch of collectors that have, have also used Rarible. So like I'll get a bunch of help. Nice. Um, from what I know, I have to mint every single piece one by one. So that's oh, <laughs> that's the other thing. There's no like batch, you know, mint type of thing on there. So and I don't really know how the gas is going to be either. So that's something I'm, I'm so used to minting something for like 0.002 cents on on hand that like when I start minting on rare bull, I'm gonna have like a serious heart attack. Yeah, you like all for life alert. <laughs> oh, money at the beginning, and then you have to like hope you recoup it. Like that's I think that's like a big piece of like. Watching your drop happen, like that's like a lot weighing on that. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna sound so shitty to say this, but um, I I usually keep track of what I'm paying for for gas and stuff. But dude, the amount of gas I spent from March to probably like May that I didn't account for that for stuff that didn't sell, and then I had to burn it because I had to take it off the market because because I burned all my stuff after I got on hen. So I probably like lost so much money. I mean, oh. in the grand scheme of things, like after minting and, and burning and under the money I made, it was just like crazy. But um, I'm not a tax analyst, but I feel like there's something you can do with that. Yeah, read it off on my taxes next year. Right? I mean, <laughs> seriously trying, though. Yeah. I'm serious. I don't. I this is not financial advice for anyone listening out there because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but that sounds like something. You no, know, there's one listener out there like this. This is why I listen to this podcast. Yeah. I, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, you you heard you hear six months ago t- talking about gas. Like, are they talking about real gas? Like, whoa, whoa. we had no idea. <laughs> no fucking clue. You have a benefit for gas. <laughs> that and we, uh, you know, misstep left and right. I hope no one's following along in our footsteps because Dude, no one knows. No one. Yeah. Knows. Like all those influencers. All the... I can't tell you how much advice I listened to on Clubhouse, and I've talked about this publicly. On I deleted Clubhouse. Oh my gosh, I... the worst. Sometimes, man, it's done. I uh, 
I hope there's no clubhouse fans, but like, dude, the first couple months, I was like, gotta hang out in clubhouse. There's fucking 600 people in here. I'm 300th on the list to talk about who I am, what my art is. Freaking people that are like moderating are like changing up like the, the, the order next in the order in the list. And I'm just like getting so stressed out. And I'm, while I'm sitting at work, I'm doing my own work at my day job. I have this shit sitting there on the side while I'm listening to it. It was like terrible. And then like they're giving you advice that they don't really know it's true. It just worked for them. You know what I mean? Well, I think there was a lot of shit about them like not being real collectors either. Oh, probably. probably. There's so many top earners out there that, that were, you know, I, I not to talk some crazy shit, but dude, there, there was this concept artist. I forgot his name. He's amazing. He, like worked for Gorilla Games and all this other stuff. He's sitting in, not even in the moderators or in like the friends, the friends, he's sitting at the bottom. Right. So I know he's listening and there's like a bunch of artists telling people like me and him, not me. We'll talk about him, like him, how to succeed and how to make good art. And I was like, bro, he's so good. He doesn't need your advice. Yeah. But those people were given a voice and they're giving a lot of like, it's not their fault. I mean, no one really knew, but they're giving just advice that like, it's just not going to work for everybody. Um, yeah. No fault of their own. I mean, nobody yeah, knows what they're doing. Yeah. We're all feeling this out. And I yeah. hope everyone that's out there that collects NFTs or is in this space is like forgiving of people's missteps because oh, yeah. nobody yeah. knows what the fuck they're doing. Dude, I make mistakes now. Like I make mistakes every single day. It's like, the, and it's so frustrating. But like everyone does it. Yeah. And, Take every advice you, you get with a grain of salt, but that doesn't mean it's not right. Just, you know, use your gut and mix your gut with what they say, and hopefully you make the right decision. Uh, yeah, we're weathered. We're Yeah, no one knows. Like, who even knew collectibles like this would explode? Who knew <laughs> avatars would explode? Who knew generative projects like this would explode? I mean, I didn't know this. Um, I didn't even know I was going to do hoppers. Like, I, I actually love doing, like, my traditional stuff. The hopper stuff was so unexpected. Like I didn't know I was gonna do this. He told me like a month ago or two months ago, I would what got popular would be would be this. I would be like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is a weird question for artists, but like, can you describe like the work that you like to make that's like outside of the hopper series? Yeah, like uh I like I do 3D art and and I was actually thinking about this to to mention it. Like I'm not the craziest technical artist, but I found like a style that I like to do, which is like very colorful, you know, not an expert at textures, but enough to make something look nice. And I just love doing like super colorful, you know, foreground, background pieces. Like I just love doing that kind of stuff. And I've done like a couple hopper pieces like that involved like a person who's like floating. I have that like, one destroyer. I was looking at your the piece that that's sitting on makers and and um I mean that that is there a story behind that? Because that kind of sounds like yeah, like, I think the makers one is like the the hammer. I think. Oh shit, my. I think that was the the um, the blue one. The fl- I thought that was the floating dude, but like it was like it was like blue and pink and. and oh, and, gotcha. And yeah, th- dude, those are my favorite, man. I just like so many objects in the foreground. Like the hoppers are cool, but it's just like one rabbit in the background. Like, I love doing that kind of stuff, man. And and I do that with my covers and stuff that I get hired to do, but. Yeah, that's that stuff didn't really do well with Ether platforms the first couple of months, but I think I just needed to do this hopper thing and gain a community around me where people kind of you know see my stuff and then maybe down the road I'll I'll start minting those again. Yeah, isolation. I, I like the two D stuff too. We're like oh yeah, isolation. Yeah, yeah. The really like grainy kind of like album art cover. Yeah. Are those scans in a way? Uh, I actually made those in three D, and then I've actually <laughs> there was a time where I wasn't making that much art. I think it was a couple months where I, had, I was like kind of stuck creatively and I was like, let me just take 
I got this cool gradient thing and I started like adding a bunch of grain and 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 color to my old pieces. So it's actually a 3D piece and then I just edited the shit out of it. No way. Like, which 3D people hearing this out there, they're gonna be like, dude, you ruined the 3D art. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like you put so much work in the detail and then you just grain it out with a bunch of haze, but that's art though, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the easy way would be to get to do that same effect with like a photo, but yeah, those are all three. <laughs> the lighting on uh, these hoppers are crazy. I'm looking at the this one's called Raboot back in October. And oh, yeah, yeah. The just like the the lighting on the head and then the shadow on the face is like it yeah, looks dude, like it could be real, like it could exist in this world. Yeah. Yeah, my uh I don't I don't know it's, it's the worst to define yourself or even talk about yourself. I can't I had to write bios for like half these platforms. It's like so embarrassing trying to think of stuff. Every like, artist says this. Oh my god. I just write Artemo Kassian based out of Baltimore, a visual artist. It's like the easiest thing you can say. Yeah, my lighting is like not conventional i feel like people are always like the less lights you use the better when it comes to 3d like you, all you need is like your key lights you know to make things realistic i throw like seven lights in there and do some weird shit and it just makes things look really cool like it was, it was in a always, parking garage or something yeah yeah i have like so many freaking lights and weird things floating around there and even like planes that block lights in certain areas i don't know it just it's just fun as shit that's that's the one thing i kind of piggyback on is lighting I'm not that great at texturing, so I use like the lights to really kind of attract the viewer away from the textures. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's it's fun as shit. Hopefully, this hopper stuff, especially the rareable, will like open up you know different fans and different people out there. So it'll be fun. Oh yeah, man. Well, good luck to you. We'll be watching, and uh, we'll have to hop in the Discord and get the community riled up. Oh yeah. Did you throw a hop on the Discord there on purpose? Oh no, I did not. Wow, <laughs> shit, I didn't. My brain just wired that way. I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah, dude. 7, 7.33, the work day, work day is almost going to end. Got all that right. right. All, right. What, all right, last thing. You have a set date and time, August 4th, right? Yes. So I actually don't have a time. August 4th, I think, I'm gonna do, I think I'm going to do another, um, I don't know, I'm not good with like European times, probably like 12 p.m. Eastern time, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, something early enough where like people in California could kind of latch on. You're not, you know, you're never going to make everyone happy with the time periods. I think 12 is a pretty good. Uh, 12 is good. I did 12 and one and those are usually pretty good. Well, as long as it's on time, just pick a time that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. matter what. Yes. Shout exactly. out to kid. Eight. Shout exactly. out to you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Well, it's been great talking to you, man. Yeah. Nice to meet you, bro. You too guys. Let's keep in touch. Thank we'll you do. for putting me on and, and giving me a chance to, to talk. Stuff like that. Wait, you won by the way you got the most votes your community I love it. I love they got it. behind you and they <laughs> fucking voted all the homies gathered around they did see you later man guys appreciate it Talk to you later, later bro. damn that's nifty so that was shock of blood now we're talking current events uh first thing we wanted to hit on was how awesome uh ryan wilson thank you x and uh hans Sim- hans zimmer did on their release with it was christie's right no it was phillips it was Phillips. <laughs> because there's a lot of crossover. You see in the big auction kind of. And I was just saying that it feels like there's a lot. Like when you flip through like the digital collections, like for Christie's, it's like there's so much more in there. Um, and I know we see obviously the people that we that we follow. But um, 
Fred and in in Misha and Micah, um, and Victor in in Dot Pigeon and all those dudes. The trespassing. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a dope squad, and that was um, it was good to see them have a a nice successful turnaround. Um, I I agree that there's there's just a lot to keep up with in the auction house world right now. It's it's kind of crazy the way that they've just embraced NFTs and just like, yeah, that's like most of our business now. For real. It has to be. They don't, I don't know if they have a choice. Whenever you become digitally native like that, it just keeps rolling. Like when was the Beeple auction? Can you put a date off the top of your head? Beeple auction at? First one, 69 mil. Oh, the, oh shit. February? No idea. No, I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Somebody fact check us out there. <laughs> Not that we have the internet right in front but of us. But think of that. That was that was Chrissy's. That was a big deal, and that was like the first time you saw like the collective. That was push. the first one, right? Uh, yeah. The, oh, yeah, I think so. Um, but these are unofficial facts. Um, but yeah, <laughs> these are unofficial facts. Um, I'm looking it up right now. It looks like um, I don't know, like March 11th. That sounds possibly? right. That sounds right. But like the Ryan and the Hans one with the Phillips in in that that whole collection was, um, I don't know if it, like, did he just hit him up on Twitter and they just have that done or like that had to be part of the part of the act like that was, it had that to be, was like the script because <laughs> that was a wild move where he was like I think I want to do a music collab and then Hans Zimmer was like Yo slide in my DMs <laughs> like there was something going on there I would hope I mean you can't ask for a better music collab right I mean we're talking. No. celebrated composer Hans Zimmer, like most movie soundtracks. He's yeah. killing it. And if you, you watched it, the the video breaking down Ryan and, and like what he, what he works to, what he paints to, and that being a pretty, you know, uh, natural connection. The collection was just so sick. The first piece, like... Um, oh, my God. It was like two minutes long or whatever. The- I wish I knew what each of them were called, but it was the one that sold for the most. It was like... When you, you take a journey to the cube and then you dive into the cube. There's pieces of the cubes that are like <laughs> yeah. ripped out of the concrete that have like different environments inside of it. Like I didn't know that – I don't know if Ryan's doing all the 3D work himself or if he's working with an, a fantastic artist as well. But if he's doing that himself, he has exploded in the 3D scene yeah, because yeah. I didn't think he had that in him right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he went from – uh, you know, street art, painting murals and doing fine art like on canvases and stuff. And if he just picked up 3D and is smashing it the way he is, like mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, and it made me like while I was watching one of them, I was just like, damn, I was thinking so small with the with like this the the cubism idea and, and kind of his trademark in a way. But um, that was that was dope. That was good to see, and and I love a nice. I mean. That wasn't a quick auction, but it wasn't. You know, oh, was it? Wasn't, it a, I thought it was like a day. It was like three or four days. Was it? So I like that format like better. All these other Christie's auctions where it's like two weeks long. Yeah. It's like you see no action until the end. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, what's the point? I mean, the point is clearly to get as much money yeah. as possible. But like, if you're in it, you're in it. Yeah, you're not like, oh, I missed this auction. I wish it would have been open for two weeks. You know, this is something that we probably should have looked up, but. Um, do we know who the Aku winner was? Ooh. And are they taking the helmet off? Are they anonymous? I remember I was watching some of the RD streaming streams, um, with that whole crew. And I think one of, one of Micah's, um, not fears, but, um, worries was that the person was going to be anonymous who was going to end up winning that auction. Um, so I'm curious to where like the next piece of that goes. I don't know if you found that yet, but. 
Yeah, it's. I don't think they're gonna say on here. It would have to be on Twitter that someone said. We got to be deeper in that Discord to probably figure that out. Yeah, I mean, it, it went for the right price. I think forty three k is like that was good for this piece. Um, I still think it, that's that's undervalued because it's. Oh, I mean, under, it it's room. still slightly under underlooking where that's gonna end up going one day. Well, yeah, I mean, this is it leaves room for the secondary. I think there's a lot of room for this to be sold down the line once Aku is like a household name. Yeah. Like that that piece is gonna go for so much more. It's quite a steal actually now yeah. that I think about it. Like what Replicator is doing, like being generative and it like that's what Aku is as well, in a way. And, and was that this is with async, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um that and then I mean Victor's works is is is, is always um connected in some way. Uh, that went to triple eight by the way. We do I know saw who that. Yeah. Yep. And then Fred's too. Fred's is always in in terms of being synced up with with his world and verse he's creating. I saw that. Him did you see that who? Out. Did you see who did the music for Victor's piece and Fred's piece? I did. I don't remember. Victor. He did. Victor did the music for both <laughs> pieces. Yeah. So he's real proud of that. And I that was a little tidbit that I saw listening to RD as well. Shout out to Victor just smashing the music game. It's good to see like kind of where that's going, especially with the uh, general talk around town right now with some of the um, commercial platforms, quote unquote commercial platforms out there. You know, with the uh, anytime you get into a space, you just feel like there's, and you're on Twitter, there's going to be drama somewhere. So um, there's a lot of drama on Twitter right now, that's for sure. Yeah. I just sit back and just kind of, you got to take it in because you can have opinions on both sides. It's not, it's not politics, but it's fucking politics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean, what I mean, this is how you create opinions. I think in general, the, the all the nifty gateway FUD that's been going around, it's like, I think we do see both sides where it's like, one, we don't know all the facts. So like, we don't, we can't pick sides and know who's right because we're not, we're never going to know exactly what went on. Yeah. So one point that I think is true is that we have to be a little skeptical until nifty gateway, like allows us to have some sort of like tracking of ownership like that's not centralized on their platform like i think the the point was not your keys not your heart and it is kind of funny that they all say nifty gateway omnibus like it's hard to keep track of that if the platform were to like get taken down by hackers or something god forbid like and that's got us the only reason we would be pulling them off into OpenSea was for that reason to like hold on to them in a cold storage wallet and maybe we should get Richard on here one day and talk about like how to set up all that stuff for our listeners. But I mean, I caught some of his thing the other morning, which is pretty good. But um, yeah, as far as the, um, <laughs> I don't know. The, the drama is funny to me. I just watch it because you just can only form your opinions and act on what you think is best, especially at this point where everyone's still kind of slinging from the hip and there's nothing, there's no regulations in place. You can do almost whatever you want. Who knows how, you just got to worry about protecting what you own and what you consider assets now, so. Um, yeah, and now um, that I'm buying stuff on Hint, I'm worried about like, oh, where am I going to store all yeah. that stuff? So we have to get a Ledger wallet that supports, I need, I, need, I need Tezos assets and ETH assets to be able to store it on the same cold storage wallet. I don't know if that's possible. Maybe it is. I'll have to Meanwhile, I'm sending you USD and getting charged. Charge a service fee just to get some Tez because I, I don't even have an account set up. Yeah, we made a hell of a play on, I think, Friday when we uh, decided to go and burn 15 of the bear pieces from uh, Kid 8 
to get a um, really uh, doing him a favor by getting rid of fifteen. <laughs> we're helping him burn that floor up <laughs> yeah. on that nine hundred edition piece he put out there for Hen Ten Thousand or whatever it's called. So uh, shout out Kid Eight. Hopefully, uh, I think on Tuesday that ends to wrap up like the burn the bear thing where you can burn fifteen of the bears and get an addition. We're thinking it's going to be around twenty of uh, a piece on Hen from him. I can't believe the dude got onboarded to to uh, to Super Rare. Oh my God! Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I can't that. believe it. So, <laughs> Kid 8 is now on Super Rare. He got it. I I mean, good for you, dude. Like, I don't think he's done with other platforms either, which is great. Um, I saw he, he might have put on his last foundation piece. Did you see that? It was an IOU. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if that is the piece and he's being funny or if he's actually going to create a piece to replace that one with. I don't, I don't know, know how that works. But. I, I don't know. I like the IOU, to be honest. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But I can't wait to see what he does with Super Rare. Um, I mean, he can go like a couple of I can't believe directions. he accepted. I don't think that I would be able to accept. It's I think that like, was one of his options was to be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either like, it's either like, fuck you or like, oh, thanks for letting me in, guys. Well, see, now he has the option of doing like the, the Super Wrecked piece he wanted to do, <laughs> which would be just a, like a poke in the eye of Super Rare to drop it there. Yeah. Or... You know, just release his best work yet and just, like, use the opportunity to just show, like, it's it's not it's not all the same thing for me. I got a lot of different stuff going on, so. Yeah. Avatar projects? Mm. So you, you jumped into the <laughs> yeah. pixel whale, right? Yeah. They breached. No, wait. The, is that what it's called? It was, no, it was weird, weird whales. whales. Yeah. And that whole AKA used it. to be pixel whales, it yeah. looked like. Yeah. Just turn them around. Yeah. Who knows? So I, it confirmed 12-year-old, right? Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. It's still, I mean, it's not still, but like uh, I just went about trying to listen to people that I would consider trustworthy about it. But I went in went in probably too hard. But hey, that's the Avatar project <laughs> game. I sold my fucking ape, so I, I'm just pretending I am I have too much ETH to spend. Um, yeah, for all you people out there listening. I either. I mean, send send Larry your your NFTs. He's got a lot of ETH right now. No, I don't have a lot of ETH, <laughs> but I but I it just felt like selling selling my ape. I just felt it, it, you feel naked. I mean, my ape was pretty naked. It, true. I but, I have the dog. I feel good about like I love my dog. I mean, you can't get rid of the dog. I'd probably get rid of my dog at the right price. <laughs> <laughs> and that's life. Yeah. I'm glad your profile pic though is back to clout machine. Yeah. People need to remember that you have that. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm done. Name, with, name for itself. I'm done with Avatar projects, though. I'm. Well, I bought a goat. I saw that. I just, I can't do the goat. I'm not a fan of the art style. Sometimes, I, like, that's the thing. It's like you see it, you see where it's coming, and you're like, all right, I gotta at least get on the train. Because imagine just not being on the train. That's how I bought an ape. I, I know that's literally. I wasn't right on the here. train. And lost I was like, hey, out you're on gonna me. buy one, and you said nah, and it was two point one ETH. <laughs> I know. And I think I, I sold it. I accepted a bid. I tried to flip it on my... I, I sold it for less than like some of the bids I had earlier in the day. But I just it felt like it was the right time to move it. And um, it was a lot... I sold it for a lot more than 0.21 ETH. Yeah, no, I know. I could have basically made 10 grand if I just listened to you and got an <laughs> ape. But I don't think any of these other projects are anywhere close to board apes. Or I don't know if it feels bubbly 
feels like this could burst at any second, but it just the just Avatar project. Yeah, just the Avatar. Yeah, no shit. It's fucking crazy. Well, someone else put it in a different way that was like, uh, there's you know, ten thousand seems like a lot, but if we're talking like millions of people down the road like having avatars and like wanting to be <laughs> That's in the so true. game, like really there's room for a lot of these projects, I guess. Yeah. But I'm done with them personally. It's just like I feel like I'm playing a lottery. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm gonna pay two hundred bucks to mint this thing that is either going to be awesome and I only want it to make money or it's going to suck and I'm going to have to put it on the floor immediately and try to get rid of it. It's like, I don't like that game. It's like, I don't know, ETH is too valuable to me to just like play a lottery, I guess. I guess that's true. I just don't have a lot of money. You remember when ETH was like 10 bucks? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and see those are the people that have a lot more wiggle room in this people that got ETH at like yeah. $200 dude they don't give a fuck they can do whatever they want yeah too bad I got it at like I don't know 14 the first time around and then probably brought, bought some at like 3700 and like <laughs> I just love the whole thing because it's like when it's pumping it's up only and when it's down it's serving fast food <laughs> <laughs> and one to I think that's the thing like the people who have been around this space like the crypto space for a while it's just if you're reacting you're fucked and you're just wasting your time but yeah no more avatar projects I think I got I got a goat I got a whale I got a dog I'm gonna sit on those and I don't use any of them for my avatar so yeah there's a, I guess there was a lot of uh, stuff on Twitter this week about people getting paid to like oh, yeah. pump people's bags when it comes to different avatar projects and stuff. Honestly, the way where I stand on this is like, get your money. Like, I guess you can be kind of transparent about it, but what, just assume just that to pump advertise. Well, what I'm saying is, assume if you see someone who's got a lot of clout, has a lot of followers, talk about something, they're most likely getting some sort of kickback from this, and it might not be directly from that project, but if they're invested in it. They want all of their followers to be invested in it. It only goes up in price. You know what I mean? Like the more people that get involved in a project. So they're pumping bags regardless if they're getting paid by the project or not. So like... Yeah, but what about someone really that's literally just said, hey, here's here's five ETH to tweet this out and promote this project and change your profile pic for a week? Shit, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. I'll all two thousand followers, or all right, whatever. All right, yeah. But Anytime I mean, I can be bought. That's what I'm telling you right now. But if you look at my tweets, like I'm, I'm only shilling people we've talked to on this podcast. That shilling I, that I enjoy their art. Yeah, but you're not shilling if you like genuinely putting something out there. True. Unless yeah. you're genuinely saying, "I uh, just come <laughs> pay me to, to shill for you." <laughs> Sounds like you are. It sounds like Tyler's pro paid for shill. Get me. Mark that down. Get me. <laughs> I don't think I'm I know it is. so poor. <laughs> uh, if you start seeing me in a week, start tweeting out about fucking hippos or some other random You're animal. Fucking hippos. Oh, actually, speaking of fucking, do you see like the comma gang one? Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are yeah, awesome. Yeah. Those are so funny. I didn't even see what the name of them was, but I was just dying. You know what I'm talking about? Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the they're different like, positions and yeah, they just kind of look like mebits. They yeah, they look like uh, low tier mebits that are just boning each other in every possible position. Uh, not great for profile pics, but I I think they're hilarious. Anytime I see someone with those in their wallet, 
I chuckle. I guess I can talk about Hen a little bit because I, I just yeah, you've dove in that. pretty hard. What's been your? I mean, I've sent you money to buy Tez for those pieces on Hen, which means I haven't gone out of my way to make an account in any capacity. So you I, definitely should. It takes a little while to get used to like the interface and like I, you don't really get to search for stuff besides like tags have been fun to use, like looking for you know different different categories of art, I guess on Hen. But on Twitter, I mean, you can just post like, hey, I'm looking for stuff on Hen, and you will literally get 100 comments that are just like, yo, look at my shit. And I went through and bought probably 50 to 60% of those show posts. And like, you know what? I've seen good returns on that where it's just like these artists are at least around enough to like push it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like hit people up that are looking for art like. So I know that the art that I bought is going to be in front of a lot of other eyes as well because those people are, are pumping it. So, um, And I like the art. So I, I only buy stuff I like now at this point. We've been over that before. But I now have like 60-something pin pieces. And you know I enjoy the low price point. Tez is like easy in my brain to be like, oh, it's between $2.30 and $2.50. So it's just like... One Tezos, I always know it's like you know two fifty. It's like easy to remember like how much I'm actually spending. And I, there's a lot of artists on there that I looked up from the showcase actually that have hint accounts that I went ahead and bought stuff from like Alex Delia, um, I think uh, Jake Farmer, I think is one of them. Um, then there's one I don't want to mess up the name because these are the coolest um, collage animations that I've ever seen. So let me. Just pull up this real quick. And they've been releasing them probably like a couple of week. And I've just been picking them up. This one right here. Pro, oh, let's see. Progetto Cyberdelia. But the person's name is uh, Matthews Xavier from Brazil. These animations are absolutely redonkulous. And the music is cool too. Those are cool. But, Yep, I enjoy those. What else is in my hen collection right now? Been smashing it. I just want to keep growing. I'm a big threesomes guy. You guys will hear from him on August 2nd. Crazy shit going on with this uh, card game that he's got going on. That whole Discord turned me on to uh, this Daniel Myth guy who has been making some pretty cool like portraits in Microsoft Paint of all places. Like, Check this out. <laughs> Damn. Love him. Banana Man. You've probably seen him around. Really cool art out there, though. Um, and I think Hen is, it makes it fun. Everyone's got like a little community around them. And it's uh, its a lot less, I don't know, it's not like pretentious. It's almost like an underground art scene that's like, these are people that are really grinding to get on some of the bigger platforms. And like, it'd be cool to like, watch them make it. You know yeah. what I mean? From the beginning. Where a lot of the, the artists that we've supported, you know, were onboarded to nifty right away got awesome um opportunities to like kill it and their art is great and you know nifty gateway did a great job of picking those people that that we're into but now it's time for like the second wave of artists that didn't initially get picked up because i mean there's only room for so many people at some point you gotta rotate some people out rotate some new people in i think that's just how the culture moves forward so you know just got me thinking did you see what super rare did with their uh, Genesis artists, if you buy a piece of, um, or like a someone's Genesis piece on their obviously on their first drop, you'll be, receive royalties going forward on their sales. So, so I saw something to do with royalties. I wasn't sure exactly how that worked. It's just Genesis pieces. Though. Yeah, you got. It's like you're investing in an artist early. 
I like so, that. I mean, I'm just going to where my head's going to be when kid drops his and what that's going to be at. And technically, you're going to be just like leached onto him for his entire super rare journey. That's crazy because there's going to be value in that because of the story that's behind it. Exactly. But that's like, that's exactly what you're looking and for. And I think that super rare couldn't deny the story aspect behind it. The whole like, yeah. please let me on your platform and like making the funny jokes about it and like being persistent and like, yeah, I think I think the story is half of it in most of the art that we're looking at at this point. Like, if it doesn't have a story, what are we doing? Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> for me at least. I mean, other I mean, art's subjective, so you can do with it whatever the fuck you want. But I like a story. I mean, I'm I'm with you. What's the story? You got anything else? Stories for me. Uh, a lot of secondary movement recently. Yeah, I've definitely seen some stuff popping off on Nifty, um, getting some offers on OpenSea for some stuff we pulled out. I'm always lurking on, on Blau's Discord, too. Something's, something's chefing up there, so yeah, I think always he's, stay he's on the look. doing the royalty play as well, and that should be going pretty yeah, soon, Yeah, he's right? dropping the crumbs. He's dro- He dropped the what if. I couldn't help but read that tweet in, like, a, you know, the ESPN 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's the start of his documentary. Yeah. And we'll, uh, I guess we'll see you next week with uh, an interview from Threesomes. We'll dive deep into his whole card painting world that has like future utility, present utility. It gets down the rabbit hole. So prepare yourself for that one. Prepare yourself. You've got to be prepared. Bye. <laughs> that was so creepy. <laughs> Damn, that's nifty.